0: Hi friends, welcome back to the Health Forward Podcast. I am your host, Elena Davis, and I'm so glad that you've joined me today. This is episode 70, which is so hard to believe. That's a lot of episodes and a lot of me talking. So if you've been around from the beginning, thanks so much for hanging out with me here each week. I know that your time is valuable and I never take that for granted. So thank you for being here. In today's episode, we are talking about meal planning. And there are so many different methods for meal planning. So this is not necessarily a how-to or how you should be doing things. This is more just how I do things in this current season of life that I'm in. I've had other podcast episodes about meal planning and tips for meal planning, the importance of it. And even since recording those episodes, things in my own life have changed and I don't do things exactly the way that I did them even then. And so that's just normal. That's part of life and how everyone has to learn how to shift things in their life based on the season that they're in. So regardless of whatever season you are in, I think having some kind of plan in place for what meals are going to look like each week is important i know that it is for me and for my own sanity and your personality might be wired a little differently than mine but most people seem to do better with some kind of plan in place and even if not maybe this episode will give you just some fresh ideas or fresh inspiration and if nothing else it's just fun to learn or to listen how other people do things so before we get into today's episode, I do want to be sure that you know that the Foods That Heal guide is available for free on my website. It's new. It's just been up in the last couple weeks. So if you haven't gotten it yet, make sure that you go to my website, yourhealthforward.com slash freebies to download this free guide. It really answers one of the most common questions that I get, which is, what foods do you recommend? Which foods are your favorites for people that are really trying to be intentional about their health? What should I avoid? And while that answer is going to be unique for every individual, this guide lists some of my favorite nourishing nutrient-dense foods that will give you a really great starting place to keep your fridge and your pantries stocked. And that way you're ready to use these nutrient-dense foods in any meal that you plan for your family. So again, you can download that guide for absolutely free by going to my website at yourhealthforward.com slash freebies. Okay, without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier, and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. A little something you may or may not know about me, depending on how long you've been listening to the podcast is that I am an Enneagram 9 wing 1. If you're not familiar with the Enneagram, it's a personality test that has nine different types based on the numbers 1 through 9. So you can go look it up. It's a very helpful tool. But for me, I finally figured out that I am a Enneagram 9 wing 1, which basically means that my mind can be a very complicated and sometimes contradictory place. So let me give you an example of that. I love all things, organizing and order and planning and ideas and thinking about the future, but I don't necessarily always love executing said plans. And I'm not the best at motivating myself to carry out a plan that I'm not feeling in the moment, but I also don't love chaos. Um, It makes me feel very stressed. And so like I said, it's it's complicated, right? And so as you can imagine, for me, meal planning is very important. I have tried many times, whether intentionally trying to go with the flow and not have a plan in place or from just being too busy to get to actually planning. I've tried many times to go without doing it. And it always, always, always turns out badly. I'm usually stressed, I get really frustrated at myself for not just having a plan in place and have taken the time to make a plan and do the grocery order and do the things and feel ahead of it, rather than feeling like I'm constantly playing catch up or constantly regretting my choices. So obviously, you may have a completely different personality than mine and be absolutely fine to just go with the flow and you don't really need a plan in place. But that's certainly not me and i I think it's probably not a lot of people at least in my experience working with clients most people do better with some kind of plan in place especially if they're trying to be really intentional about what they're eating so as i said before there's not one certain way that is right when it comes to planning meals for yourself or for your family There are tons of different methods that are great. And depending on your personality, the season of life you're in, what your schedule looks like, some are going to work better for you than others. So definitely be open to trying new ways of doing things, seeing what works best for you and your family, but also be willing to change methods if what you're doing no longer serves you. So for example, I mentioned that I have other episodes about meal planning and when I went back and listened to those I talked about things like I planned my meals two weeks at a time and I grocery shopped two weeks at a time and I grocery shopped at two different grocery stores and and I did all of those things for a while and it worked really well for me in that season however in the current season I'm in even listening to that I was thinking oh my goodness how did I do that because I certainly could not sustain that right now so just know that however you need to make meal planning work for you is fine there's not one way that's better than the other the best way is going to be a way that helps you feel less stressed that helps you to be able to provide nourishing meals for yourself and your family and that best serves you that's the best one for you so currently i'm only planning meals about one week at a time And I'm not really using any kind of system or program the way that I did before. I simply am using the notes app on my phone and I use the exact same document every time. It's just called weekly meals or something like that. And I pull it up every single week when I'm planning meals for the next week. And I keep my meal plan and my grocery list all in the exact same document on my phone so I can access it anytime. So I open that app up. I look at my calendar. How many nights that week are we going to be home? So, how many meals are we going to have at home? Are there Any special things coming up? Are we going to be home on the weekend to do like breakfast on Saturday? Or do we have plans Saturday morning? Do we have something going on Sunday afternoon? So I take into consideration all of those things. And that gives me an idea of how many meals I need for that week. I try to stick to a couple things that recur every week. Like we always do some kind of taco-ish type thing on Tuesday, different kinds of tacos or maybe burrito bowls or something like that. And then we always do pizza Fridays every single week, but sometimes we do those out. We go to a restaurant and then sometimes we make pizza at home. So I always take that into consideration as well. Do I need to get ingredients to make pizza at home? And then the other thing I try to do each week is to not do a big meal on Sunday evenings. I'm usually very tired by Sunday evenings and I'm trying to get my brain ready for the week ahead and I don't want to destroy my kitchen by making a huge meal on Sunday evening so we keep it very very simple Sunday evening. So those are the three things that happen pretty much every single week so I I know that those are there I go ahead and plug that into the document on my phone. And so then I have a number. Okay, I need to come up with four meals this week that we're going to eat at home or five meals this week we're going to eat at home and then that's when I start kind of looking for inspiration for what those meals are going to be we don't typically other than those things that I just mentioned that recur every week we don't eat the exact same thing over and over and over I some people love that I don't I get very bored with that and so I'm usually looking for either something we haven't had in a while or something that we absolutely love or to try a new recipe. And so places that I tend to look for that are Pinterest. I have my own personal Pinterest boards that I've saved recipe ideas to, plus the ones on my Health Forward account. And then there's a few accounts that I I love to follow, like the Real Food Dietitians. Everything I've ever made from them has been so good and they're simple they're usually very very clean ingredients um anti-inflammatory very nourishing so i cannot recommend them enough you can find their stuff on instagram or on pinterest or both and then shauna from a little less toxic who has been on the podcast she has a lot of recipes saved in her highlights on her Instagram and in her feed on Instagram as well. And so sometimes I'll go to her feed and scroll through, or sometimes I'll just go back to my own um, Instagram account and look at the highlights of quick things that I've made. Maybe we haven't had in a while or just that sound good. And so once I've kind of looked through and gotten ideas, and sometimes I'll ask my husband or ask my daughter if there's anything they really want, but honestly. They don't really usually give me great answers. <laughs> if my husband gives me an answer, it's like the most complicated thing most of the time. So usually he just says, whatever, I'm fine with whatever. And then if I ask Remy, she wants pizza every single day. So I can't always go off of that. I'm sure it's the same for you and your kids as well. But I'm usually just looking for things that are going to be pretty quick. So something I can get on the table in you know 20 to 30 minutes, not needing to use a whole lot of dishes and not needing to use a whole lot of ingredients I'm not if I see a recipe that I really want to make and it's got 15 20 ingredients that's going to be something I save for the weekend or save for a time that I know that I'm not going to be busy and in in our current season of life that is not going to be a week night and so once I've come up with my four or five meals or however many I have, I assign those meals to whatever days we're going to have those on. And I think about, you know, what do we have going on that night? How much time am I going to have between, you know, starting to prep dinner and when we need to leave the house? And obviously that's going to play into what meal I choose for that night. And I also hold that very, very loosely. As I mentioned, I'm not always the best at motivating myself for something I'm not feeling. So I always, I always try to keep the meal plan a little bit flexible so that let's say I've planned to have lasagna on Thursday, but when Thursday comes, I'm not, I don't want lasagna. Then I want to be able to switch that around without it being a big deal. So I try to kind of keep that in mind as well. So I, I hold that very loosely, but I still need to have an idea in my mind of what we're going to be eating and when and so I list all of that in that document on my phone and then in that same document as I said I have my grocery list as well so I can look at the recipes and see exactly what ingredients I already have or what I need to get I make that I list that out right there in that same document in my notes app and then I add those things that I need to my online grocery order In this season, it's just worked the best for me to do an online grocery pickup order. I've typically been doing that from Kroger. And then the other things I get from Thrive. I've had my Thrive membership for, goodness, probably going on two years. And I still love it. I still use it every single month. And we typically get all of our pantry-type items, household items, things like that from Thrive. And then I'll get more of my actual groceries, typically from Kroger. So that's gonna be my produce, my meat, things like that. On occasion, if I have time and the mental capacity, I like to go to Trader Joe's or maybe Whole Foods to get my meat or some specialty items, but honestly, right now, it's pretty rare, and so I I get pretty much everything from Kroger and Thrive, and I'm happy with that. I can get what I need. I can get the quality that I'm looking for for most things, and so that's just what works for us in this current season of life that we're in. And then that's, that's pretty much it. That's all there is to it. And then I repeat the next thing the next week. I do think it's helpful to have a day that you, you typically dedicate a little bit of time to meal plan and to do groceries. I think it works best if you can get in a habit of, i pick up groceries on this day each week. So I need to have my meal plan done, you know, maybe the night before or whatever. And just to stay in a rhythm like that for myself, I, I know that when I don't do that, things tend to get pushed and I will forget. I'll forget to get my grocery order in in time. And then there's no time slots available the next day. And then now We need to go get dinner because I don't have anything here to cook. And so it just, it kind of snowballs, um, at least for me when it gets like that. And then I get in that cycle of being frustrated and then trying to get back on top of it. And it can just, it can kind of unravel very quickly. So I think having some kind of rhythm in place where maybe every Thursday you meal plan and every Friday you pick up your groceries or however, you know, works best for your family, your budget, when you get paid when you do any kind of prepping and anything like that and so just think through that would be a great idea and there really are just so many methods that you can try one that i used to do that i love and i i hope to be able to get back to it is the cook once eat all week method by cassie joy garcia you can look her up on instagram i think her account is called fed and fit and she has a few different cookbooks out now and the idea is that you choose very similar proteins for all your meals throughout the week that way you can prep them once earlier in the week and then use that protein for different meals throughout the week it's a genius idea but i think that you know trying different trying different things meal prepping on the weekends is also super helpful for people changing their shopping to like i said earlier every two weeks or even shopping once a month can be very helpful as well. And so just do what works for you in the season that you're in. Just be intentional and think through a rhythm of how you're going to plan your meals and then how it's going to look for you to pick up your groceries and make sure that you actually have time to make those meals as well. Because as I've experienced, as I'm sure everyone else has, it does you very little good to make the plan, buy all the groceries, and then not actually make anything. You just end up wasting money. So looking at your calendar, looking at what's going on, and thinking through that before deciding what meals you're going to have through the week is a really good idea. So there you have it. That's really what's working for me in this season of life. I hope that it gives you permission to do whatever you need to do to make meal planning work for you and know that there's not one way that's better than the other. The best thing is just what serves you and your family best during the season that you're in. So to wrap up today's episode, I did wanna share with you a couple of resources that I have that might be helpful for you when it comes to planning meals for you and your family. One I mentioned in the intro to today's episode, the foods that heal guide. This is a brand new guide that I just released a few weeks ago on my website. That lists nutrient-dense, nourishing foods to keep on hand in your fridge and in your pantry, and that will help you to make delicious, nourishing meals for your family to fit into your meal plan, whatever that looks like. And then I also have a free recipe ebook on my website. I haven't talked about it in a while, so you might not be aware of that. That's the Easy Healthy Eats recipe ebook, you can find both of these helpful resources for free by visiting yourhealthforward.com freebies. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please let me know by leaving a five-star rating and review for the podcast. It really does make a difference and I so appreciate every time you guys do that. Make sure that you're also subscribed so that you never miss a new episode and you can keep updated on what's going on here. And as always, keep moving forward. Go love your people well, and I'll talk to you next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward podcast.